Good morning, everyone. I got quiet quick. Everybody did good this week. I like it. I'm just kidding. I don't mind if you talk. Uh, welcome to Crestview Baptist Church. Thank you for coming and uh, wor- to worship with us this morning. Thank you for tuning in online. If you're watching at home or from work or wherever you're at, thank you for choosing to worship with us this morning. Uh, if you're a guest or a visitor for the first time, we welcome you here. And I want to let you know there are some cards in the pews in front of you. If you would fill one of those out and drop it in the offering box on your way out today, just so we can have a record of your attendance, that would be wonderful. We'd love to get to know you more and uh, know about any needs that you have. A couple of announcements as we get started this week. Um, There are no church services this Wednesday night. Don't forget that. Um, There's also not going to be a breakfast on the 1st, being that it's New Year's Day. There's going to be no breakfast this month, and that will pick back up in February. Um, I have us an appointment for the youth, if you want to, and anybody can come with us if you want to. We're going to go axe throwing again. The youth really enjoyed that last last time. We're going to go Thursday. I have us an appointment for, for 3 o'clock to go. It's an hour. It's $15 for an hour, and if you're anything like me, like that hour kind of, I was like, man, have we only been here? So we've got to have been here an hour, and we'd only been here like 30 minutes. So it, it, it's, it's, very, it's very fun, very entertaining. Um, so if you want to come to that, uh, be at the church around 2.15, so we can be ready to leave at 2.30. Uh, that way it gives us time to get over there, and we'll get there right at 3, and we'll be back around 4.30 here at church. It's called, it costs $15, but uh, I would let you know that it never, if, if you're youth or anyone, if, if anybody's watching, never let the cost of something deter you from coming from one of our events. If you can't come, if you can't cover the cost of it, just come to me quietly on the side. Let me know. We'll make sure it's taken care of. Uh, so never let that deter you. Next week, um, as we kick off, uh, January is the Sanctity of Human Life Month. Uh, we have a guest speaker coming in next week, so that will be um, that will be something to hear. So come check that out next week. And uh, I don't think there are any more announcements. I come in, I did tell somebody it was only 364 more days till Christmas. So uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, but uh, I just invite you at this time to turn our hearts toward God. And let's focus on Him a little bit. Everyone's doing great today. Um, Just to let you guys know, our Lottie Moon Christmas offering, I think today is the last day that we'll collect for Lottie Moon, the money that goes to foreign missions. Our goal was $5,000. We have raised over $7,000 for missions. So... Great job, great job, but we're still not done. If you still want to give, today is the last day we'll be doing that, Um, but I also need to let you guys know this. Um, We still have $250 that we need to cover for the cost of postage for Operation Christmas Child. If you are interested or you feel God telling you to help cover that cost, just mark that on the check or, or put it in the envelope, however you want to do it to help cover the cost. We sent out how many boxes, shoe boxes? 76. 76. 
Yeah, 76 shoeboxes and 50 of those were ones that chil the children and youth packed. Um, so we still have that, that we need to cover the cost. It's been paid, but uh, we've had to take it out of some of the other um, line items in the budget to cover that. So um, we have that. If you're interested, like I said, just please mark that on your envelope or your check, and, and, and we'll make sure that's where it goes. So thank you for that, and thank you for being here this morning. Thank you for joining us online. And at this time, as we begin our time together, let's bow in prayer to start our worship service. Our blessed Heavenly Father, we come before your throne. Dear Lord, we celebrated your birth yesterday. But that is something that we need to celebrate every day of our lives. Because as I said or Christmas Eve during our service, you came for one purpose. And that was to give us salvation. God had a plan from the beginning of time. Before he even breathed life into us. He already had a plan to call us back to Him. To rekindle that relationship. And that plan was for you to come born in a barn. So that you could grow up and that you could offer yourself as a perfect sacrifice. Dear Lord, we praise you for that. And as we have gathered here today to worship you, let us remember, dear Lord, that you did not stay that small baby in that manger, but you grew to become our Savior. And dear Lord, we praise and worship you this morning. May everything that is said and done here today be to your honor and glory. And may the gospel be proclaimed so that lives can be changed and people called to you. We ask all of this in the holy and precious name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Would you stand as we sing our call to worship, number 87, Joy to the World. And we'll sing the first and the last verses, page 87.
I got threw off a little bit. Uh, I was really just joking a while ago about the 364 d- days till Christmas, or was I? Because I really get excited around Christmas. Christmas is something that I love because I'm celebrating the birth of Jesus. Um, I get to dress silly at school, and nobody thinks anything about it other than, oh, he's got the spirit of Christmas, not he's just goofy dressing weird. Um, so, but I really do. I really love Christmas. And so I got up this morning and I kind of had a, had a little bit of a sadness. And I was thinking, man, I've got to start taking down Christmas trees and Christmas lights and putting away all these things that, that are decorations for Christmas. But then I got to thinking, why, why should I be sad? The spirit of Christmas is something that should be with us. 365 days a year, every day. And that's what I wanted to talk a little bit. I was, um, I looked, it mentions the Spirit of God right at, when it it talks about God's Spirit and the Spirit, it mentions the word Spirit right at around 100 times in the whole Bible. And that's a lot. God sent His Spirit to dwell within us. The The Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of who God is, dwells within us. Isn't that awesome? that we have God walking with us everywhere we go. I always think back to uh, my youth, probably hear this a hundred times if they're listening. I love to go back to the story of the Garden of Eden. And it says that God would come and walk with them in the cool of the day. And then when Adam and Eve, they hid from the physical presence of God. And that led to a separation when they sinned, it led to a, a physical and a literal separation of God. And when Christ died for us, that physical and that literal separation was tore down between God dwelling with us and between the physical curtain in the temple being torn that separated uh, the priest and everyone from the Holy of Holies. And I want to encourage the kids, not just the kids and not just the youth, but everybody, that as we walk through this year, to keep the spirit of Christmas with you. I found, uh, I'm going to pull up something I found this morning. And this is from, this is a quote from the Christmas Carol. And Ebenezer Scrooge, everybody's heard the story. Ebenezer Scrooge said this, I will honor Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all the year, even through the hustle and bustle of the holiday ends, holiday season ends when the new year begins and the heart of the holiday can last all year long. God didn't send Jesus to be born on a cross for us to celebrate that birth and that Savior that came into the world just one day a year. You can't find Christmas in the Bible because Christmas is something we, we pick to celebrate the birth of Jesus. The birth of Jesus is meant to be celebrated all year long. And that's what I want to encourage you to do. I'm not saying leave your Christmas lights up all year long. But keep the spirit of Jesus in your heart and on your face and share it with others everywhere you go all year long. Let's bow our heads and go to the Lord in prayer. God, thank you for this day. Thank you for everyone here today. Lord, I just pray that as we go out into this, this new year and to every day, Lord, that we can keep the spirit of your Son, our Savior, alive with us everywhere we go and celebrate the true meaning of Christmas every day.
of the year. Amen. Lift up your heads, no need to mourn, his hand is stretched out still. For unto us a child is born, his promise to Just a 
the child that was born there has come to set us free. Thank you, Sharon. It looks like God told me and Chad to talk about the same thing today. Because my sermon is entitled, guys, there's some echo going on here. Um, Is Christmas really over? That's what I want to talk about. You see, I know that there's somebody here, either watching online or here in person, that the first thing you did yesterday when the last present was opened up is that you cleaned up your mess and that people started taking down the decorations. Even here at our church, at some point during... The next couple of weeks, our Christmas tree is going to come down. The manger is going to be put back. The Advent candle is going to be put away. All the poinsettias are going to be taken down. The wreaths taken down and stored. All the luminaries outside are going to be taken up and put into storage. But is Christmas really over? If you turn in your Bibles, and I apologize, the reference is wrong on the bulletin, but if you take, turn to your Bibles, John chapter 1, and we're going to look at verses 12 through 14, okay? So if you would stand once you get that, so as I read what John writes in his gospel, verses 12 through 14. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. Even those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we behold his glory, 
glory of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for what we see recorded in the Gospel of John. Dear Lord, thank you for coming to us, becoming flesh and dwelling among us. And dear Lord, may we hold on to the fact that you gave up your throne to be born of a virgin. That we not forget throughout the year that you are our Savior. And it's in the holy and precious name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, we pray. Amen. You may be seated. So what is left of the Christmas celebration? Many of you, like us, we had a lot of people come to our house yesterday. What is left of our Christmas celebration? A bunch of garbage bags full of wrapping paper, torn boxes, a Christmas tree with nothing underneath it, leftovers in the refrigerator that are incredibly awesome because we get to eat on those, them for several days. But really, what's left? For many people, the moment Christmas, their celebration ended yesterday, that's all there is to Christmas. They're going to be back at the stores today getting the, the after-Christmas sales because that's all they have to look for. That's the only thing that Christmas means to them. Christmas is over. Our lives begin to return to normal. We get back into the hustle and bustle of everyday lives. But wait a second. Is there more to Christmas than all of this? Is there more to Christmas? Well, let's look at verse 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we saw the glory of God as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. Now you go back to that night that the star shone over Bethlehem. And you think about what the angels said to the shepherds as they appeared to them. He said, peace on earth, goodwill to men, on whom his favor rests. That was my sermon for Christmas Eve. What is that goodwill? What does that actually mean? This word that John is speaking of here, if you look in the Bible, it is capitalized. It is not a word that we've spoken. It is a name. It is the name for Jesus. He is called the living, breathing word of God. What 
when that baby was born in that manger, in that barn, and placed in that animal trough, God himself became flesh and dwelled among us. Think about the names. He shall be called Jesus. Why? Because he will save his people from their sins. Emmanuel, God with us. He was the Messiah. And we celebrated his birth. As Christians, that should be something that we celebrate 365 days. That our Messiah, our Savior, loved us enough that he gave up his throne to dwell among us. And as I said Friday night, we should be just like the shepherds. We should be going around telling everybody about our Messiah. About Jesus. Now here is a question. Every phone call I made yesterday to my family, they ask one question. Did you have a good Christmas? They ask another question. What'd you get? So I'm going to ask you that question. What did you get for Christmas? That question goes beyond the material. I'm not asking about you got a new TV or you got a new car or you got a new, new sweater or a new dress or you got a doll or you got a, a, a video game or you got money. That's not what I'm asking. What did you, what did we all get for Christmas? Well, verses 12 and 13. But as many as received him, Now, that word's a loaded word, received. What does that mean? It means that we were given something. We were gifted something. But if I pull out a $20 bill out of my wallet and say, hey, why do you want this $20 bill? I'm not going to do it because I'm just a poor preacher. But if I, if I take that $20 bill and say, hey, Whitey, you want this $20 bill? He can say yes all he wants to, can he? But what does he have to do? If I offer, what does he have to do? He has to receive it. He has to get up. He has to physically take it. That's what that word means. That all that received him, that all that took him that physically made the effort to go after him and take him. It's not that just Jesus was born and everybody is saved. That's not what it says. But as many as received him, we are not talking about a universal salvation. Yes, God is God of the universe. And Jesus died to save everyone in the universe. But not everybody in the universe has received him. 
Not everybody has accepted that gift. Some have rejected it. You know, everybody here knows I dress, I, I dress up like Santa Claus. I've got the beard, I've got the belly, I've got the whole shebang. I actually did a wedding Christmas Eve at, at, the town, at the court square in Shelby in front of the Christmas tree, and they wanted me dressed as Santa Claus. So I dressed up as Santa Claus, and I did the wedding. And there was a little boy with his family that were there, not part of the wedding. They were just there at the, walking around the court square, getting their pictures taken in front of the Christmas tree, and he kept staring at me. I mean, he just, he, his eyes were locked on me. They couldn't get him to look at that camera. And so I just talked to him. You want me to get a pic? You want to take a picture with me? Wouldn't even talk. He did not talk, say one word to me. So I walked over there and I took a picture with him. Man, his eyes were lit up. He was fake. But you know, I would give candy canes to people. My kids would get crazy because I kept candy canes in my truck. And if I pull up to a drive-thru and make an order, as I gave them my, my money, I would give them a candy cane and tell them Merry Christmas. They gave me my food. I gave them a candy cane. I went in a store. I took candy canes with me and I gave them to people. Do you know there's some people that, that refuse to take the candy canes? They didn't want it. They wouldn't take it. And you know what? There's people that are like that with this gift from God. They didn't want to receive it. They did not. They rejected it. They would not take it. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, even to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. So what did you receive for Christmas? What did you get for Christmas? You got a Messiah. You got a Savior. You got somebody that loved you so much that they gave up their life. They came to earth for one purpose, and that was to be the perfect sacrifice to reunite us with God, to make us a way that we can become friends with God. That's what you got for Christmas, is you got a Savior. And all you have to do is accept that gift. But that's, all, that's what we got for Christmas. So I want to proclaim to you today that Christmas is not over. Like Chad, I'm not talking about leaving your Christmas tree up year-round. But if you want to do that, by all means, you have the freedom to do that. My Santa outfit is getting packed up and stored. Believe me, I'm not wearing that thing when it's 80 degrees outside. But Christmas is not over. We need to live our lives with that excitement as those shepherds did that night. When they received word, it says they were terrified. When that angel appeared in the sky and started to talk to them, it scared them to death. 
But the angel said, Fear not, for I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be unto all people. For tonight the Messiah is born. And then as they listened to the heavenly chorus, Peace on earth, goodwill to men, on whom God's favor rests. When those angels disappeared, they said, let's go. And they went and they found the Messiah, just as the angel said. And when they had worshipped him, what does the Bible said they did? They went out and told anybody that would listen. They even told people that wouldn't listen to them. They told everybody because they were so excited. See, Christmas is not over because we have been given the gift that keeps giving. Jesus. Jesus, we, I kid Sandra all the time about being the energizer buddy. She just keeps going and going and on and on. But Sandra even runs out of steam. But Jesus, he will not stop. You can't stop him. I can't stop him. He is going to continue to be the salvation of the world. He is going to continue to change lives, to put broken pieces back together. He is the gift that keeps on giving. And he is the gift that we receive. And no matter how many times we give him away, we're still going to just have as much of him as we had when we started. But we need to keep telling people about Jesus. Because Christmas isn't once a year. The fact that we have received the Messiah is something that we celebrate 365 days. And I have said this many times, but Christmas is just as part of, just much a part of Easter as Easter is with Christmas, because you can't have one without the other. The whole reason we, have a, we celebrate the manger is because we can celebrate the cross. And we wouldn't celebrate the cross without having the manger. He came for one purpose, and that is to die. And he died because he came. Both of them are symbols of God's love for us. And both of them have to be received by us. A gift from God. So is Christmas really over? No. Christmas will never be over. Because with every breath that you take, you need to be celebrating the fact that Emmanuel, God with us, came and dwelled among us. And he did it for you, each and every one of us. He did it for all of us so that we could receive him and we could become children of God. Now, as we close our service, this is your opportunity. If you have not yet received that gift, this is your opportunity to take hold of it. I guarantee you that if you grab hold of Jesus, he will grab hold of you and he will turn your life upside down. That he will change your life. 
It's not going to be easy, but it is going to be well worth it. This is your opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior and let Him change your life for 365 days every year of your life. Don't waste another day. Receive that gift. This is your opportunity to do that today. As we sing this song, listen to what God's telling you to do. 210. Would you stand as we sing, My Jesus, I Love Thee. 210. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you again for this wonderful Sunday, Lord. Day we get to come and fellowship together as a church family and worship and honor you, Lord. I just pray as we go out our ways, Lord, that we are safe between here and the next time we're together, Lord. And that we do just what we talked about all day. That we carry that spirit of Christmas, that gift of Jesus Christ with us everywhere we go all year long. All this we ask in the name of your wonderful Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.